this is Lynn Mize, and this week we're in Mexico where we're highlighting a children's home that Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation has been able to help to support in the border town of Ciudad Acuna. We're being hosted by JMICF board member, Pastor Terry Maris and his wife Dorcas. They're longtime friends, they're longtime ministry partners, and they're lead pastors of Grace Community Church in Del Rio, Texas. And for years, they've traveled with this ministry to a number of nations, but in particular to Romania, where they eventually ended up adopting four wonderful children. We're also gonna get a chance today to visit with the directors and founders of Casa Esperanza, House of Hope. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you. Happy New Year. And we're so glad you've joined us today on More Than Conquerors. We are just delighted to be here with you and uh, share the wonderful things that we know are coming up, what we've been doing, where we are today, what's going to be happening in the next year ahead. And uh, darling, we are just excited <laughs> well, we about stay it. excited about yeah, the things no God's joke. Doing. And we're thrilled and grateful for what the Lord has done. Amen. Amen. You know, we just got back from Europe, and yes. most, most of our partners know that. We were, <laughs> we were in Europe, we were ministering in France and ministering in England, Right. and uh, uh, that was kind of an unexpected or a put-together quickly yeah, thing, quickly. which really got into our uh, our Christmas orphan project, because that's goodness. usually we're very busy uh, yeah. during this time of year, during December, uh, right. giving money away, which we did. <laughs> we gave a lot of money away to a lot of orphans around the yes. world, which will get a report for you on that you know very yeah. quickly and like i said it's fruit inspection time that's right and you know lynn and matt your son matt garner and my son lynn Myers, while we were in europe ministering while we right. were in england and france uh those guys went to mexico yes and uh, they took video with them and, and uh, they interviewed dear friends of ours uh, that's on our board of JMICF. Terry, <laughs> if you ever wanted to be in two places at the same time, sure. And and they went to 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 uh, to to Viacuña, Mexico. Right. Great orphanage there. We've helped support. And uh, they went to Del Rio, Texas. And of course, Del Rio has been in the news a lot. Right. Uh, all us Texans know where it is, but the rest of the country doesn't. But it's right on the Mexican border, right on the right on the Rio Grande River. And uh, fun fact, you know, I, I get tickled that uh, all Americans call the Rio Grande River the Rio Grande or the Rio right. Grande. But Mexicans never call it that. No, in Mexico, right. they call it the, the Rio Bravo, the mean river. But Del Rio is right on the river, and you just go back and forth, back and forth. And right across the river from Del Rio, Texas, is a, is a town called Via uh, Ciudad Acuna. Right. A ciudad means city, Acuna City. And uh, in Acuna, um, uh, there's a missionary couple there named Ron and Anna Sherman. And they've got a great uh, wonderful, mission, a great orphanage there called Casa Esperanza, which is... 
Hope House, right. in uh, House of Hope. And so they've got a lot of babies there. Some of them are on crack babies, some of them are meth babies. I know one little girl just recently had syphilis when they got her. And then, of course, right there in, in the Del Rio side, the Texas side, is our dear, dear, dear friend, Terry and Dorcas Maris. My goodness. And Pastor Terry yes. has been a friend Wonderful of mine since folks. way back in the uh, early, early 90s, and, uh, or maybe 80s. I don't even remember now. Terry went to ORU and actually yeah. went to work for Oral, Oral Roberts, and traveled around the country as Oral's representative in, in areas of, of ministry. And then started pastoring in uh, Withville, Virginia, and from Withville, Virginia, he came to Camden, Arkansas. And then uh, I, I'm, I preached for him numbers of times in Camden, and then he came down to Del Rio, and of course we preached for him numbers of times in Del Rio at Grace Community Church, great church, and, and a partner church of ours, they partnered right. with us. And Terry's on our board for Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation, JMICF, which is where we have our Christmas orphan project uh, from, out of. And so uh, uh, he did a great interview with Lynn and, and Matt, and yes. so they've got good interviews with him and Dorcas, and and uh, they've got a great heart for God. I know all their kids. They adopted four little girls from Romania, and then they, they had sure three did. boys. Though. They goodness. had three boys of their own first, and then they went and adopted a little girl, and then adopted another little girl, then adopted another little girl, then adopted the fourth little girl. And those kids are all just like my own kids. I love them dearly. Oh my goodness! And I fought hell for some of them. You know, we've gone to those Romania. Those are real just missionary fought, war stories. Fought for some of those kids to get out That's of right. there. That's right. And uh, so anyway, we're looking at the fruit from last year, and I tell you, I believe God's pleased with yes, it. Yes, hallelujah. We're pleased with it, although we always want to do more. That's right. Well, it's that precious fruit of the earth, mm -hmm. the precious fruit of the earth, the Bible calls it. And every one of us, we've got to have resources to go gather the fruit, bring in the harvest, and be able, like you were saying a, a while back here, uh, be able to bear much fruit. And the bearing of the fruit the be able, being able to go out and harvest the fruit, bear fruit, reach people, touch hearts, take people to heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all going to take all of us working together to get that done. Oh, the precious fruit of the earth. We've always said people. everybody's a missionary, either a goer or right. a sender. Right. You know, we get to be both. We get to send and we get that's to go. Right. But everybody's responsible for getting the gospel to the world. I was asked to come to Magnolia, Arkansas, where we had been associates many years ago in a church. And the pastor's wife there had passed, had, had been promoted to heaven. And she had asked specifically that I come and do her, her homegoing service. So we went into town and when we got there, there were a lot of cars and there were a group of people there at the church that were preparing uh, gift bags for children in the orphanages in Romania. And one of the ladies that we had known when we were associates there had a picture and said, you need to adopt this girl or a girl from Romania. Uh, and when she said that, then uh, the Spirit of the Lord struck us. I mean, the, the Spirit of God struck Darkus and myself both. Nine months later, we find ourselves in Romania with a beautiful little girl. Uh, and on the 25th of December uh, of that same year, 1998, uh, we flew out Christmas Day with our first daughter from Romania. 
and we had visited that orphanage. The Lord had talked to me about coming back and seeing to it that a job was completed for the plumbing of that orphanage. Uh, and so I'm sharing that on Sunday morning. Terry is, Terry Mize is going to preach. And he's sitting on the front row. I'm saying, I said, the Lord has instructed us to come back to Romania to see that this job is completed in this orphanage for these 350 children. So they'll have hot water uh, in the middle of the winter. But I don't know how to do a team. I've never done a team, a ministry team. And Terry on the front row, this is how God works. Uh, Brother Terry on the front row raises his hand and he said, uh, he said, I will go with you. Uh, one condition, we will work in the orphanage in the daytime and we will preach the gospel at nighttime. And so within just a matter of, uh, of months, uh, in the first part of 1999, uh, Terry had actually, with his contacts of massive contacts of ministry, had a team put together and we went back and plumbed that orphanage and preached the gospel. And that started us on a journey uh, where uh, the process then we adopted four daughters out of Romania. We have seven children. Three are natural sons and, and four are adopted daughters. Um, we've been in Del Rio now 19, going on 20 years. Uh, we, of course, when, when we got here, we immediately began to connect to orphanages over in Acuna. Uh, that's just what we do. That's what I think that's what all believers do, all ministries do. They find a place to minister. And, and uh, Jesus was pretty specific about ministering to children and taking care of the widows and the orphans. Uh, one of the orphanages we're very closely related to, um, just across the border, it's so great. You'll see these children come into the home and then come back a couple weeks later or a month later and you just see the change in their countenance when they know they're in a place where they're loved and they begin to learn not that they're just loved by the caretakers but they're loved by God that they're special that they have a purpose that you know maybe their parents couldn't take care of them or maybe they were abandoned but God hasn't forgotten them and he has a purpose for their lives as well. The story that everybody always asked me, why did you come to Mexico? During the 90s, I had, uh, our organization had three children's homes in Texas. Abused kids, abandoned kids, neglected, orphaned kids. And the system over there, for all its faults, it takes care of kids much better than any other country in the world, I guess. And I was asked to um, go to Mexico City to visit with some ladies that had a huge orphanage in downtown Mexico City. It had 600 kids in there. And they were doing the best that they knew how, but I, I knew that it was, it's like they had to, they had to do so much more to give these kids hope and to give them, um, you know, a shot at life other than just crowding a bunch of kids into one building. And the last day I was there and they said, go over and sit with some of the boys. Just go over there and sit. Well, I didn't speak much Spanish at the time. And they said, ah, oh, they're not going to care. They just, you know, just sitting there with them, that's going to, you know, bless them. So I just picked a table and sat down. And, um, you know, they're all giddy and giggling and, you know, and we're doing sign language and, you know, mm -hmm. well, here come the ladies from the kitchen with the food. And they set the tortillas down and they set this bowl of gray 
soup <laughs> in front of me. We prayed and I was just about to take a spoonful and the little guy sitting on my left grabbed my arm and said, stop, wait. And he took his left hand, his left finger and stuck it in his soup. Mm -hmm. And he's fishing around in there and he pulls a little piece of chicken out. Mm -hmm. And it's part of a wing or a neck or something. Mm -hmm. Well, then he takes this finger and sticks it in my soup. <laughs> I thought, oh, and I'm thinking, where all has that finger been today? Was it washed? And, well, then he pulls out a piece of chicken and he holds them up like this. Mine was about this much smaller than his. So he takes his and puts it in my bowl and puts mine in his bowl and just smiles. I was ruined. And the Holy Spirit said, now this little boy just showed you how much he loves you. I want you to come back here and show them how much I love them. Wow. And so that was, that's never left. Well, 15 years ago, we were in this little colonia. We, the first home, we were surrounded by little paper shack houses, non-working people, drug addicts, part of the cartels, just, um, the Wild West. Uh, they had a compound, it was walled in because where they were, uh, there were gunfights around them on a, on a regular basis. Uh, there was a school half a block from them where their children went. At times the, the uh, federales and the drug cartels would be in gunfights and they would literally run to the, to the school, chase, uh, chase each other to the school, knowing that, that they would have to watch what they were doing as far as firing weapons around the school with children. So it was a very bad scenario for them. And the second home we moved in, it was a working class area. So that was a good thing for our children that had been with, with us for a long time to see the difference. If you work, you go to work, you have a house, so they learn some new things. Not everything's for free. You work and that's how you get blessed. The Child Protective Services here, uh, we have a very good rapport with them, and so they bring us, they bring us kids, and some of them can be, you know, they're, they're suffering a lot. And for instance, right now, we have a, uh, a baby that's two months premature. Uh, she's got syphilis, and um, she came with pneumonia. And, um, so we're taking care of her and then we've got two little twins that came in about two weeks ago uh, they came addicted to crystal meth because of their mom and they had bronchitis and so we've taken in kids like that we have a, a blind child and we're trusting God for sight but then we've got all age groups all the way up beyond the, the teenage years because we have some special needs kids that, that are in their early 20s that have been with us for many years and we're the only family that they have. You know, I've always made this statement in pulpits around the, the nation and other nations that, that the church should always be on the cutting edge yes, of yes. either making history That's right. or changing history. You uh, have the said church that a shouldn't lot. be passive. Yes. The church shouldn't just sit there no. and, and, and sing kumbaya and no. kesara sarah. Or just focus on the it, services. It, we, we are history makers. We yes, are, we, we are. are world shakers. We're world changers. Amen. And you know, there's been a number of nations uh, in my ministry. Right. That God has literally sent me somewhere and used me to change history or to That's right. make history. And, and, That's right. and our partners, a lot of them know those those testimonies, but in Zimbabwe, Africa, yes, uh, you know, the government flat said that the whole nation of Zimbabwe is going to be dead in 40 days. 
and uh, God sent us over there to stop that and change that it. That was phenomenal. Uh, you know, in uh, uh, Cuba, you know, they hadn't had Christmas for 45 years, and God <laughs> sent me over there to bring Christmas to them. Now My they goodness, have Christmas Terry. in Cuba. Yes. Uh, there's just nations we've been to that's, that's literally saying, Haiti, and God sent me to Haiti one time. He said, I want you to go to Haiti and change history. And I knew what he wanted me to do. I knew he wanted me to run President Erickson's off. And so we yeah. got over there, and I stood up, and I said, I decree as a man of God in the office of apostle that God's called me to, that President Aristide will be out of office and out of this nation uh, around the first of the year. And if that doesn't happen, I'm not a man of God, and you won't ever have to listen to me again. Those Haitian pastors. put it all on the line. Those Haitian pastors, their eyes rolled back in their head. They thought, <laughs> who does he think he wow. is? Wow, no but, joke. Because that was in July mm. of 2000 and uh, what, uh, three? Three. And uh, by yeah. February, yeah. They uh, they were supposed to have a ceremony to dedicate right. the nation to the devil. I said that won't happen. January first, right. it didn't happen. They started writing me. Haitian pastor said the ceremony didn't happen. And then on February 29th, it was a leap year that year. February 29th, every news media in the world, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, BBC, everything around the world, picked up a news story and said today President Aristide in Haiti has fled his office and fled the nation, and nobody knows why. Well, why? It's because the angel kicked him out because God used me to do that. Yes. And, and he didn't come back for 10 years, Renee. And he came back after 10 years for two weeks and left. And God used us to change history, to change history, to change history, to make history. Hallelujah. And that's what the church is supposed to do. Well, and that, when you said that, too, you know, back there, is that you were teaching spiritual authority to those pastors. And they, that as you say it, my goodness, that's when you... You know, God's able to move if somebody will just say it That's right. <laughs> in the earth. That's exactly right. Here we are in 2023. Who knows what God's going to use us to do this year? But we're ready. We've My got, goodness, we've got yes. Fire in our eyes. And, <laughs> you know, we're ready to go. And, uh, and, you know, so much of that, Renee, is simply because of partnership. Right. There's a power in partnership. I've got partners now. Now, when I started, I had no partners. No, that's right. I had God, and He was a good partner, and I and I <laughs> yeah. still have Him. I just but love the part about time, fifty dollars a Bible, a baby, and your wife. Yeah, you I know. went to Mexico with fifty dollars and, and a baby and a Bible, and that's it, and a wife. Yeah. And uh, you know, but but over the years, God's added partners and added partners. My goodness. And uh, you know, I've got that's a message I preached for a long time called the the importance and impact. Importance, the and, importance impact. and impact of partnership. A partnership. Because I partner with ministries all my life. You partner with ministries. We have yes. people that partner with us. We still partner with ministries. Yes, we do. You know, we're still in partnership with some of the ministries I've been in partnership with for decades and decades. And will till they die or That's die, right. die, somebody, That's right. you know. But uh, partnership is so special. And our partners have helped us go do these things around the world. That's and right. I remember the time when there were no partners and God would just have to show right. up with, you know, an albino raven with, with pink <laughs> eyeballs with a bag of money in his mouth to oh, get me somewhere uh, and to get it's me back and to pay my bills. Terry. But uh, thank God uh, there are times that partners said, hey, I'm going to pay for this crusader. I'm going to pay yes. for this crusader. Oh, thank that's you, Jesus. amazing. But uh, they still got paid for it. just depends on who did it. <laughs> no, that's right. You know, and the Bible always gives us this wonderful truth that says that it's a small thing to the Lord, whether to do something, you know, by many or by few. Mm -hmm. And sometimes God just uses a few people, mm -hmm. and sometimes he uses 500 people. You know, to get something done. Oh, and you've proven it both ways all absolutely. through these years. Living Hallelujah. by faith. faith. The U.S.-Mexico border in Texas is the Rio Grande River. From the desert mountains near El Paso through Big Bend National Park, 
all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. But by the very nature of any river border like it, it's also become a notorious funnel for criminals, terrorists, drug cartels, human trafficking, and illegal immigration. From January 2021 to January 2023, five and a half million illegal aliens have crossed our borders. It's become so bad under our current administration that desperate immigrants or criminals will trade for children or steal children just to help cross the border. Why? Because they know that if they have a child with them, it delays the process and gives them the simple leverage of time that they're looking for to stay in the U.S. indefinitely. The Shermans here at Casa Esperanza were telling us one story about a child who had been used up to 17 times by different immigrants just to cross the border. Each time the child was sent back and used again until finally the child was rescued by Casa Esperanza. In this way, they're doing their part to help end the border crisis in this cruel, inhuman use of child currency. For decades now, on both sides of the border, Ron and Anna have worked tirelessly to fight for and rescue kids like these from a world that seems hell-bent on using and discarding these vulnerable little lives. Here at Casa Esperanza, they're building a strong model for the future of orphanages everywhere. This place and the few others similar to it along the U.S.-Mexico border only continue to do their life-saving work with help from all of us. A young lady called Nydia, um, she came to us when she was about 12 years old. Her mother was selling her and she accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, but she still had the struggle in her heart about forgiveness. She would say to me, but if I forgive these men for what they did to me, um, that means they get away with it. And I said, no, sweetie, you are forgiving to set yourself free. But how do I forgive? How did you accept Jesus Christ? By grace, through faith, that's how you, you got saved. She said, okay, so it's that simple. I said, that's how simple it is. Jesus would not ask us to do something that we can't do. So she went to a, 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 attended a ladies retreat. I didn't want her to go to the youth. So I asked the pastor if she could go to the ladies retreat. Um, and they agreed from what she had been through, she needed to be with some mamas. She went there and during worship, this girl who had been abused, raped day after day, day after day, all day, every day for many, many, many years during worship, she said, she spoke to the Lord, she says, Lord, this grace that Miss Anna is telling me about, please give it to me to forgive. And the minute she said, I forgive, she said she was like watching an old fashioned movie. She saw the men's faces and she said, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. She said it felt like it was going on for forever. And the last picture was her mother. And she looked at this picture and she said, I can't forgive. By grace, I forgive you. She said, as she said that, she says, not only did I feel, but I heard chains breaking off of me and falling to the ground. And she was instantly set free. Only Jesus could do that. There is no way any counseling, any therapist could help her. And she's still free. Praise God. So there's one example. <laughs>
uh, and uh, Terry and I have been together in Romania, we've been together in Ukraine, been together in Israel, we've been together in Mexico ministering, and always there's an aspect of that that is greatly involved, which is ministering to children, which is... Uh, which is helping build orphanages, helping clothe the children, helping feed them, helping them be educated, be schooled, helping them have safe environments to be raised in. I think it's something that's very, well, I know it's something that is close to the heart of the Father. And, you know, we can talk about God a lot, but really in James, he said, if you're a Christian, you're taking care of the widows and the orphans. So maybe, you know, maybe you're not at a place where you could adopt, but we can always do something. We can support someone who is, or this is a great opportunity with Jackie Mai's um, Children's Foundation to support a work that's really making a difference in the lives of these children. See, I've been there when they have gone out, we've gone out and gone from two, three towns and, and wiped out stores, all the powdered milk that they had, cases and cases of powdered milk. I've been there. I've been there when time and time and time and time again, uh, this ministry has bought shoes for an entire orphanage. Every child in the orphanage gone to two and three towns uh, and wiped, basically wiped out the supply there and repair a hole in a roof for greatly impoverished family with small children at their own great sacrifice. Um, it's easy to talk about serving the Lord. It's easy to talk about obedience. It's another thing to empty your wallet, put yourself in jeopardy to supply something out of the love of Christ. One of the great things that we've seen uh, is how God puts people together. I needed to obey God and go back to Romania because the Lord had challenged, the Lord had charged me when I was there. I want you to see that this orphanage, the hot water is, is plumbed, it's plumbed and it's finished. And I obeyed and said, I will, of course, I don't have a clue to what to do. Through the connection that we had with Terry, there was already uh, the capacity to see that need met. That here sits uh, a man who travels the world, who stands in the office of an apostle, who's sent to nations. You know, you, you understand apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, five-fold ministry. The apostle touches all of them. He, he, uh, that's, that's what they do. So the apostle touches the prophetic, touches the evangelistic, touches the pastoral, touches the, 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 the teaching. So all of those incorporated in a gifting and a calling as Terry Mize has uh, with, his, with, with his mantle, the mantle's for the world. It's not for one region, one area. And that's why Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation is involved in supporting and helping uh, the world. That's what this ministry does. And I have seen it for 30 plus years and I'm very, very, very thankful to be connected. You know, Renee, every year I talk about this 12 check thing. In January, every year, God hands us a new checkbook. Yes. With 12 checks in it. Right. January, February, March, April, all the way through December. And then we, we just finished December of 22. Mm -hmm. So we wrote the last check. 
<laughs> Once the clock hits midnight, you can never That's get that right. day back That's again. Right. It's gone. It's in the annals of time. It's gone. The we look checks. back on the year and say, what, how did we spend last January? How did we spend last February? How, did we make God happy? Did we make heaven proud? Right. And so here we are now in 2023. Hallelujah. We're ready to write a check for January. And you know, sometimes people need to say, have I done anything for the kingdom of God? Right. What have you done lately with the kingdom of God? I've asked that to world leaders around the world. What have you done for the kingdom of God? We want to look back and say, here's what we did right. with what we had. You can give a tax-deductible donation now at terrymize.com. 